1: Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton, a sidekick, psychic, Josh Landy is to my
3: left. I am very much to your left today. What drink have you gone for today? It looks, uh, oh, Waitrose, Waitrose, still raspberry lemonade. Lovely. It is scrumptious w- summer, as it says on the front of it.
2: How, how, can, a, how can an aide be still? Dan,
1: these days, lemonade can be a still, cloudy lemonade, yeah. Lemonade can be, I know it's yeah. odd, but lemonade, I think specifically lemonade. I just lemonade. think
2: aid means bubbles. I think you're right, because
1: yeah. if orangeade, you'd have to be sparkly, wouldn't it? Because otherwise it's orange so. squash. But there's no lemon squash. Or is there lemon squash? I, yeah, I, I think lemonade. I think the tradition of lemonade, it can be either still or sparkly. I think it's fine. Anyway. Waitrose this might is, have mislabeled this. This is a Waitrose special for some, as you pointed out. Yeah. The voice, more importantly, the voice you just heard was Dan Roebuck, Uh commentator, presenter.
2: Well, just just commentator these days, and yes, I've managed to limp on for another year. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and and was just telling us before we started yes. getting slightly damp at St James's Park. Yeah, can
2: do, we we're sort of the, the press box at St James's Park is a bit odd. Um, it goes right down towards the uh, uh, touchline, and we were at three wo- three rows back, which meant we got wet throughout the entire game. And but, three rows back from where? From the touchline. Wow, and, and, but that's also, not a good vantage point to commentate. Not from. really.
1: But um, I noticed that. The, I noticed that. While I was watching the, the match, I noticed that it was weirdly positioned. I thought, oh, "They're right there, like yeah. you know." Because Arsenal, they're kind of like set back, aren't they? On the yeah, we, yeah, g- yeah, yeah. Generally, wherever you go, you're undercover. Yeah, but famously, the Newcastle ground, most of it's not not covered properly, is it? It's like you get wet, almost like wherever you sit.
2: You, you can be if you're quite low down. Wherever you are, it's a bit of an odd one because there are two huge stands, and then the Gallagher end and the end opposite the press. Uh, side uh, quite low down, and they wanted to build up. But th- I think there's a maybe a hospital or university on the other side, and, and uh, listed, bi- I don't know what the situation is, but they can't build up on that side. Otherwise, St. James's Bar could be bigger than the, what is it, 55,000 mm. capacity it yeah. is, which is slightly down on uh, yesterday because of there protests. Oh, yeah, the so protest. So, yeah. 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 We we'll talked about that a bit, but so you're
1: you, you were getting rained on whilst yep. commentating. Yes. So, presumably, there's electronic equipment yes, to there there enable was. you, yeah. e- your, your fine commentary to go out across the Arsenal airways. Yes. So were you not worried we didn't get frazzled a little in bit in the throes
2: of <laughs> Commentating uh, uh, on Obama Yang's goal. There was there was slight concern. I mean, it was sort of, y- y- there is a perspex sheet that comes over your equipment, oh, but okay. the sort of, the, the you know, this is. Sideways, the, this lane. is the, Well, yeah. this is the uh, northeast yes. in, in August, so it's sideways. And it was windy, wasn't it? Incredibly course, windy you know, everywhere. It's, 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 it, wasn't, it wasn't ideal. Christ. Let's put it that way. You took
1: your life in your hands. Yeah, a little. Bit. But I'm glad that's how far you'll go to commentate on uh, 100%. Yeah. Were you
3: suitably clothed?
1: Do you, you prepared?
2: Know what? I sort of half was, uh, and my co-commentator Rob, who is, uh, who works for the website, he, he foolishly um, sort of thought, well, you know. Came out of his house in in the London region, or just north of London, where he lives, and thought, "Well, this is fantastic. This is this is summer. I'll just put my Arsenal, uh, you know, uh, training top on." And you know, he he was underprepared. Rob, hello, Rob, if you're listening. Um, but yeah, and we, we stepped off the train at uh, at Newcastle and thought, "Crikey!" And it just rained and rained and rained a yeah. bit
1: more. Whereas, um, of course, our great leader Unai Emery had a very nice hooded mm, um, Adidas top. Mm. And
3: I, can I just draw attention to my
1: new Adidas uh, jacket? Oh, boys, you're like. on. You're uh, on you're trend. trend. Yeah. You're massively on.
3: How sport. have you walked into yeah. the Arsenal? The armory? To go and get no, that. I
1: got it online. I bought it online.
3: Okay. Um, it's but the, we, he was
1: wearing the hooded version of my
3: of my. You've got, got a
1: non hooded version. No, it's a non hooded version. Yeah, mm. but I, th- I thought I was worried because he was where he had the hood up for the whole. And I'm sure there were moments where it stopped raining. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you know? no, it didn't. It, oh, ra- fine, it rained okay. for the entirety. In that case, I'm not even going to. But I, I was convinced some of the, let's call them the, the kind of rabid anti-Uni army that's out there. They do exist. You know, really? We all know who they are. I'm not going to name names. They're out there. And I was convinced they were going to turn his use of... You know, wanted to not get wet wear and wearing a against him. Do you remember the famous Steve McLaren? Yes, I do. Yes. Umbrella against Umbrella Croatia. Gate. Yeah. yeah 2007. I was thinking this could be Hoodgate right. because um, Steve Bruce wasn't wearing a hood. No, he wasn't. He braved. The, the rain yes he did but I didn't see uh, maybe because I've tried not to, I've unfollowed quite a few of the more rabid Unai Emery haters because they really get on my nerves but um, I didn't see any any kind of major attacks on him just for wearing a hood but people are capable of it because people people, people m- look for mutual, anything a mutual friend of my own beds, I'm not going to name him slags Emery off for his hairstyle <laughs> doesn't he you know what I mean anyway i'm not sure okay
3: well I'll leave you it can tell gonna, me after i'll tell you it's just a wonder to see you come in here with an item of clothing that isn't supreme i mean it's, I it's absolutely amazing first time ever your t-shirt is
1: it's it's pretty much supreme or arsenal um branded that's those are my is that, two is that the only item you've got the
3: one you've got here I uh, can put item. a photo up a photo it's my the only of this you, this of the season
1: new, of the, the new, new stuff but i but we we should say the third kit was unveiled today which is in fact, another triumph for Adidas, because that's great yeah. as well. Which I, is, the, the,
2: I mean, the kits are good. The, the kits are, are brilliant, good, aren't, aren't they? They're they they really good. good. They are very
1: good. Um, so, yeah, I might get... We uh, were talking about it on our, on our WhatsApp group today. Dermo is very excited about the third kit. I think he's, he's, he may go full kit. <laughs> That's really what he was suggesting. What socks as well? Well, could be. I think we all or like. For his five a side. Well, that, I mean, no, I'm hoping for the next Arsenal game we go
3: to. If Doma turns up in just the full Arsenal kit, including yeah. boots with studs on. Yeah, it would be great. He thought
1: it was very funny. I turned up to the. What was the last final we got to? Like, not the. Europa Ro- League. No, the like, domestic. FA uh, Cup the final. League Cup. League Cup, thank the, you. The um, I turned Man City. City. Oh, God, yeah. I just
3: turned up to that wearing shorts.
1: Wearing Arsenal shorts, you thought that was hilarious. You
3: wore Arsenal shorts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as in fine. like the match ones, not yeah, the match alternative match. training. No, kind the, of the, stuff.
1: The, the, the Puma, then Puma. They shorts. have. It's fine. Do they have pockets? Fine. Yeah, they have pockets. Yeah, they have pockets. Yeah. Do they? Yeah, I those did. Think they no, do. don't all. They don't. Some of them do have pockets. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, didn't really. realise they, uh, I mean, they. I don't think pockets. you're supposed to keep anything in them if you're a player. No, I hope not. No, we'll get in the way. Had your yeah, we'll keys get, or something? We'll get in the way.
2: Your, your oyster card. Isn't <laughs> your oyster card. Anyway, Where did you watch
1: yesterday, Boyd? I, of course, watched it at my at my home on yep. my seventy-eight incher, um, <laughs> HD, four HD. It was looking resplendent, and I thought um, that it was interesting. They had the great lineup of well, Gary Neville as usual, Jamie Carragher for the whole for the double bill. For our, our game was the taster, and so, then you had the Man Chelsea game, the hors d'oeuvre, the hors d'oeuvre, but. They did have the great signing of Jose Mourinho. Now, I do hate Jose Mourinho with a passion because is a horrendous human being. Um,
2: There's a however coming here.
1: But however, <laughs> he, did, he was great value. He was fantastic value. Firstly, I mean, we'll talk about Arsenal in a minute. But firstly, did you watch it? Did you watch it on? You,
3: no, no, I didn't okay. go. I was in the Cotswolds for the okay. weekend. So I watched it oh, yeah, in a pub uh, in the Cotswolds. Are you going to say the line about who can win the title? I thought that was quite funny. He said, in terms of who can win the title, yeah. Man City can win yeah. the title, Liverpool, Spurs, yeah. or Man City's TV. reserve team.
1: Yeah, that was a good line. No, he, he started off by refusing to answer any questions. And I, and I'm not, I tweeted about it. Like, I was like, did he really say that? So the poor host, who's, who's great, was like, so, you know, what do you think about... This thing the United is doing, this thing Chelsea's is doing. And he kept saying, like, you know, asking like what was going to happen in the game, what, how they were going to set up, all that. He was like, I don't know. I just don't know. He just kept saying, I just don't know. And at one point he said, and the, the presenter was going, Oh,
2: what's the point you visibly, being? Here. Yeah, visibly
1: <laughs> shocked and appalled. He kept saying, I just don't know. And then eventually explained to himself, but what he meant was, you know, the match hasn't happened yet. It's kind of like those people who come on this podcast refuse to give a prediction because obviously they're pointless. I don't know. So he was refusing to predict what either team, how either team was going to line up or how the game would go because I don't know yet because it hasn't happened. That was really funny. And then then once once they really, he kind of knuckled down and I think he kind of, maybe someone had a word in yeah. saying, You've got he to, got got to so be paying you yeah. vast. I'd like to know how my I bet was getting a massive amount of money. Um, and eventually he did, and he, and he got, and he was brilliantly him, like so Jose, he, sl- he was slagging off um, Chelsea for being weak and, you know, kind of flabby and tactically stupid, he was kind of criticising the team naive. selection... Naivety. It was classic, and of self-aggrandizing at the same time.
3: The only person better to have seen would have been Arson. I would have loved to see him on on what the sort of well, Sky Sports. He does like the B does in, does sports. in sports. Why yeah. They did B in yeah. sports
2: together. Yeah, or, or yeah. Together. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: absolutely right. No, yeah. I think they did the Liverpool Spurs Champions League final, League and they, they were sort of silent in respect of the "You'll Never Walk Alone," or said that was you know magnificent. love to see Arson do a bit of Sky Sports.
1: It would be brilliant, wouldn't it? arson has been very like Frenchful French. For years, and yeah, of yeah, sports yeah, sports yeah. Sports but he doesn't games. do. He's hardly ever done any. He hasn't done any, has done he? Any. He's TV. TV. And he also, also really sure pop up. You know, like those managers who pop up. Like you know, the like Ferguson was at the game. He's always at every single bloody main nighter game, apart from when he's ill. Venga he hasn't not been to any Arsenal game at all since I he left. Know. I know it's different because yeah, he was no. he was sacked. I mean, you know, let's face it, he was sacked. I suppose it's hard. And in fact, the other thing that Marino said was. That he hadn't, he explained that he hadn't done any, watched any preseason games at all. Like, hasn't done any preparation. And he said this again on air. He said, "I haven't watched any because I, I, once I was, they sacked me. I didn't want to watch, you know, any of the any of these English teams." So he went to France to watch Leos. So he was talking about our about Pepe, yeah, Pepe, and he said oh, Pepe is brilliant. Um, he watched Lille and lots of French football because he didn't want to watch any he felt sickened and appalled by it, the Premier League that's
3: a bit like unfollowing your ex on yeah. sort of Instagram or yeah. Facebook isn't it you yeah. just don't really want to know what they're up yeah. to you'd and rather he, not know and I thought he really lit up when they got him to,
1: he, they asked him what he thought of Arsenal signs. he literally went through every single one every, every single one with a little mini
3: dossier David Luiz was the obvious one to ask about yeah so, yeah. He, knows, so he, knows, he knows so he said because we should
1: talk about these. this is actually now finally getting to the point of the podcast Sure. because last week's podcast our, our opening we, we recorded before the before the um, end of the yeah, transfer 40 deadline hours before. so we stupidly it was my fault called it um how do you how do you pronounce pamecano because we thought he, we were linked with him mm. the central defender we didn't buy him we did buy david mm. louise two days later which none of us had any clue about i don't think um and tierney arrived who we obviously did was hoping we would sign but anyway but louise is controversial so obviously a lot of people think he's a, he's a joke uh, but um, equally, Jose made the point, he said, Jose Marino said, obviously having worked with him massively, said he um, said, if he's in a good, he basically said, if he's in the right mood and if he's excited, like when he first started playing, I think both times for Chelsea, obviously he went back, he was really, really good. And if he's up for it, he's brilliant. But he did kind of allude to the to the fact, if you, I mean, not even read really, to the nice, he basically alluded to the fact that once he's been somewhere for a long time, and he doesn't feel like he is, you know. If he at all has any sense that he's not felt like he's the number one choice defender in that team, then he does go a bit off, which is what he said happened, you know, for him. He's, he's left very
2: late in transfer windows previously, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, he left PSG to come back to Chelsea for the second spell. Yeah. Having played a couple of times, I think, for PSG that season, it was a real shock when he went back to yes. Chelsea. Like, yes, was, it wasn't. Right? Everyone was up in arms. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think he's. I think he's a good player. I think he's a good signing. I think people get. A little bit, you know, shrouded in the hair and the attitude, and forget about he's a good player. There's a mistake in him, there's a mistake in pretty much every centre half, isn't there? If, if if you sign John Stones, there's, there's, a, there's a mistake there. You know, who isn't there a mistake yeah. in? You know, centre halves are thin on the ground, aren't they? Really, I think it's because eight, what is it, eight million quid? I don't know what, I don't know what, the, eight million, eight million quid. He's 32. I think you'll get two very good years out of him. I think think it could turn out to be, you know, sort of most value signing of the summer.
3: Obviously, pay attention to other teams in the Premier League and Chelsea, one of them. And you sort of, as a fan, we were discussing it uh, last week, a couple of Arsenal supporting mates, and we all assumed he must have played about 25 Premier League games for Chelsea last year. He played in 36 of the 38 Premier League games for Chelsea. Genuinely an integral part of, you know, a team that, you know, ultimately, um, you know, won, won silverware last year and, you know, achieved their aim. So, I think it's, uh, you know, an improvement on what we've got and, and that's what I think we were looking for. And Emery has said that all along. He said, we will only bring in people if we feel they're an improvement to the squad. It's not good news for, you know, some of the centre-backs at the club. Mustafi
1: it, not, wasn't even on the bench, brilliantly.
3: Well, Mustafi, presumably, they are desperately trying to we've find caught, a, yeah. but a, still, a route to the He still door. came
1: on. Must, I mean, I think, must, I think, you know, in that team news, when that team news was announced on um, Sunday, yeah, I think, you know, apart from anything, obviously none of our new signings are on the bench, which we'll talk about in a minute, but the fact that Mustafi wasn't on the bench was a huge plus for me. That was like, I was ex- almost as excited about that as I was I anything else. I don't think it's unsubtle he, now. They've, no, yeah. But I he mean, had I him think, on the bench, and he brought him on, you remember, famously, in the last friendly against Barcelona. He brought him on, we conceded within 10 seconds of him coming on, obviously. Oh, yeah,
3: so. but I think this is now the serious stuff. You don't yeah. want an injury being yeah. picked up to sort of...
1: But know. back to Louise. Did you read the... Um, Brilliant Barney
3: Ronay article on him. Yes, he said we underappreciate under him.
1: Yeah, and it was, I thought it was such a good article because it was all about how perception, it's all about perception. And he said oh, I agree. He, he was saying that, um, you know, last season 93 defenders were dispossessed more often than him and only two made more passes. So I think even, even if... and So he does make really high-profile mistakes, doesn't he? Like, there was one against Spurs with Son, wasn't there? Yes, Jimmer? he was, yeah. because he looks, looks
3: more memorable. I think well, the point about the hair. Yeah,
1: a lot of it is that, isn't it? So he's got the, the, he's got the, like, father of Guendouzi haircut, which is, you know, the two of them now in the same team is, is going to mm-hmm. be hilarious. But he looks goofy. He also, he smiles a lot. He grins. So when he, when he ended up on the floor, when Son, like, swung past him and he was no, nowhere, he ends up on the floor kind of laughing about it which which looked terrible but that's a human reaction sometimes isn't it you you just kind of sometimes you smile or laugh at something terrible just almost you can't control that anyway but I think the hair he's a big personality he's made a kind of handful of very high profile mistakes Gary Neville had that massive go at him where he didn't he in one he game? A PlayStation, PlayStation, um, child, ten-year-old playing PlayStation yeah. character, which was a brilliant observation. And in our again in our WhatsApp group, Dermot quoted that. Dermot's furious with the whole signing. I think it's fair to say. I can I can quote him on that. What's but he look, particularly upset about? Well, I think because he has no. got this reputation, Louise, of being a buffoon, but, but I, doesn't he? I, I, but I, I think on
3: Dermot's third kit, which he's buying, is not a Louise. No, twenty-three. No, is
1: no is definitely it not book? Louise twenty-three. No, but I think it, I, I think it, the facts don't bear up no, the buffoon Richard. reputation.
2: How many times has he been sent off in his club career? Benfica for four years where it was PSG for how many years Chelsea two spells all competitions league cup leak up in Portugal as well as France as well as England how many times have he been sent off in his career? I'm assuming it's very low from the, uh, <laughs> never, from the frame never. Well, is it, it never is. or one? Well, well it can't be never oh. Arsenal fans oh yeah because yes, he, yeah. he, he was sent dismissed. off against Arsenal he was for, is that the for, only time? For, that's one. the only wow. good stuff. in his club career I mean that's that's he's right. been sent off for Brazil as well but his club career has only been sent off for, he, he does make me say he's not as rash as you think he's a, he's a presence isn't he? we'll and see But
1: he's we'll not as rash as you think and you know he doesn't so make as many mistakes you think, but his passing is brilliant. I mean, that has always been the case, has not it? He can do a long pass out of defence and get a goal within a second. If, they're, if they're, him passing to Aubameyang, that is going to—I think—that's going to have think a lot. He, of he will offer potential. something different, yeah. And I just think he's a clear step up from. I mean, you know, massive step up from Mustafi. If it's just that alone, then that's, that has to be considered a good sign.
3: Are you worried at all, Dan, about why he's been let go by Chelsea? Because it's an unusual one. They haven't got hugely established names. Well, they they've got they kept Zuma. <laughs> Christensen, I guess Rulia
2: And they I, had a
3: kid on the bench yesterday. I,
2: I, well, I, yeah, that's all right. I, I, I mean, I, I, might, I might have been... I might, I, I might have been, but when I looked at that Chelsea team yesterday and Mason Mount started, and Tammy Tammy. Abraham started. That's obviously the way that Frank Lampard wants to go. So I don't think it's a slight on David Luiz. I think it's Frank Lampard has said, look, we've had all this pressure about, you've got so many talented kids, you've done so well in the uh, UEFA Youth League, you've you've won FA Youth Cups galore year after year after year after year. We get all this criticism for not playing them. We've got this transfer ban. Well, do you know what? I'm going to do it. And I'm gonna cut loose certain players. And he said Ex-ex to David Yeah, and I've said to David Luis, look, you're not gonna be first choice. And we've seen Luis in previous transfer windows we mentioned before, just say, I- I'm gonna leave. And and I I like that about Luis as well. He- he's decisive. He's not like, Well, I'll see how it goes for six months and go in January. I'll take that decision. Hang on. He's on the phone to his agent. Look, this isn't good enough for me. I'm 32. I want to play every single game if I can, and I want to be in a team that will give me the chance to play every single game. I don't want to be in a situation where uh, well, you know, Gary I've Hay- got Hale, these kids Yeah, exactly. Same You've point. Got, I've got these kids coming through. I mean, I know there's a link with uh, Adu and uh, Keir Dramchan and and the and the and yeah. I I would imagine that move has happened quickly because it's been facilitated with the with the, you know, the the characters involved. But good on David Luiz for saying nah, not yeah. for me. I'm I not have, having that, you know. I have an absolute clear
1: theory as to why, um, as to why Lampard let him go. I th- let's face it, he is the biggest personality of the Frank Lampard era of Chelsea. You know, one of the biggest. You know, in both. You know, and certainly in the original phase. And how. Difficult would it be to have him in your dressing room when you are trying to impose your sense of authority Absolutely. on the situation? And it David takes... Luiz
2: might have said, well, he's saying that now, but right. when, I, when he was sat next <laughs> to me, and there was, it was, you know, exactly. I, I don't know, there might exactly. have been something like exactly.
1: that. Exactly. I just think it's much easier, yeah. isn't it much easier for Frank I Lampard think so. to manage this squad, as you say now, with this massive emphasis on youth, with no transfers allowed, to not have huge, big David Luiz, problematic... And again, Mourinho alluded to this... Marino kind of alluded to the fact that he is, you know, big personality is is also partly euphemism for can be a pain in the arse, basically. And, you know, it made total sense for Frank Lampard not to want to have him in the squad in the squad right now. And the whole the whole move the only you know interesting element of it, or the or the most interesting element of it, and the best thing for us is they allowed us to go to us. Yeah. But presumably, again, you know, they just thought, well, we can't worry about what our main rivals doing right now we have this project where we have to i think that's rely the thing with, with you know.
2: chelsea i think that's what they're doing and he likes us tomorrow because he had him at derby didn't he last year yeah. he likes mason mount and i, I mean i didn't see the, the game between uh, man United and chelsea yesterday apparently they played well first half first. they played
1: well for the first hour really it was it, was a, it reminded me of, of the chelsea arsenal europa final where we played perfectly well for the first you know half and then 10 minutes until we conceded that fucking penalty the same thing happened yesterday Zuma was in, in conceded a fucking terrible penalty as bad as Ainsley and Niles's one was for us and then and then they collapsed or they didn't even collapse. they just then they allowed defensively they collapsed because they were trying and desperately trying to equalize and every time they did they let May United take over um but you know they didn't play that badly but Let's move. So, Louise, where we're agreed, including I think it's a good sign. you. It's a good sign. I get that tick. Yeah, I'm pleased. Officially I think it's tick. an
3: improvement on uh, on what we've had, and that's all we wanted. I do think I'd be interested to hear what Dan thinks. Obviously, yesterday we saw Callum Chambers line up again, you know, with Socrates. Louise presumably has been given some assurances about his you know place in a team. It would feel like he's, he's come to be a, a first, first choice, or he would have thought so. And is that then? Do you think with Socrates possibly holding when he comes back? Yeah, Callum I, Chambers presumably
2: not. Yeah. I, <laughs> I thought Kyle Chambers played well yesterday. I thought he was yeah, he was good. Yeah. I can't imagine a centre back pairing of Socrates and David Luiz week in week out. I'm not saying that they won't be paired together for some games, but they do seem fairly similar in terms of experience and age, and mm. you know attitude as well. I guess um, holding is is still a little bit away.
3: Could we play three? It's a time of season. You envisage us playing three I mean, centre backs.
2: It could do. I mean, what Unai did sort of last last year was you know a, a formation does well. He sticks with it until it loses, and then he sort of reverts yep. back. And then he yeah. can... so, so that that's possible. Um, but I thought Chambers d- did well yesterday. Yep. You know, more than more than well yesterday. He's up against John Linton, who's a you know a, a big muscular centre forward. Maybe someone in the past that. You know, remember when Diego Costa played against oh Callum God. Chambers for Arsenal a few years yeah. ago? I'm not saying Jolinson in that in that class, or, or he's, but, but he's getting there, isn't he? And I, I thought I thought Chambers really acquitted himself well. I mean, Socrates played well. I like Socrates. I think he's he's done fine. But uh, yeah, the, there's. But is that a bad thing? You know, you've you've got two experienced guys. You've got two younger guys you've got two guys with a little bit more pace two with a little bit more considered ability on the ball maybe and you've got a good mix there and you'd like to find within that four you will get a good balance so
3: i guess with with holding coming back from from long term injury there will be games in the europa league to there's, there's enough games there's, games back, there's enough um, games and getting in I get Mavra, Mavropanos as well yeah he's, he's out injured a, a, again yeah. a
2: little bit now which is a bit disappointing a bit frustrating because he's, he seemed to be more injured than not after sort of making a really good start to his Arsenal career Leicester red card side, but yeah. you know he's, he, against United he was great at all mm. but again suddenly we're going back season before last now and you think yeah oh, it's, a
3: you know. it's a long time
1: I, I really like about Callum Chambers one of my favourite things about it. I thought he was great he was really solid wasn't he, he was, also he's no nonsense like a lot you know how Arsenal defenders down the years have, you know, fucking mess around with it. I mean, they'll, you know, drib- rather dribble it out and get and concede um, uh, possession to an attacker. He just hoofs it, yeah, doesn't he? He's, he's a he's an absolutely unashamed hoofer. If he gets hold of the ball and he will clear it into the stands. And he did it many many times, and I thought that is a refreshing sight for an Arsenal player because that's defender. Because yeah, that's just sometimes that's just what you need. What, what needs to happen? Yeah, so think- I I really hope he. Isn't discarded completely because I think the more games he gets, because he is prone. I mean, you know, as you said, all defence are prone to mistakes, but I think if he's given time, I think potentially he could be a really good. The
2: the, the problem is, you know, if you play for a high profile club, you know, you're you're not last on match of the day. I've probably said this before, You, you know, people used to say about various. You know Bolton centre halves or keepers or whatever, and you make a rick and you're the last mm. game on yeah, course, in, in yeah. a one nil. No one really remembers, but if you're Arsenal or Chelsea or Liverpool, Man United, and you, and you can name centre halves for all the top clubs, Man City included. You know Stones has had a, a, one or two wobbles and, and Otamendi as well. It's not they're not set in stone. Some of these well, Harry
1: Maguire, who's like you know what eight the most expensive friend in the world, he didn't have a great tournament. Didn't he? That tournament he played in, you know, he, he's a as There's well. We I mean, had a great. He had a perfectly good game, um, first game for Manu, But his mistakes are never going to be exposed as much as David Luiz's, I imagine, yeah. going forward. Anyway, we'll talk more about the game uh, yesterday, our first game of the season, after this break. And we're back from the break. Let me remind you that our new sponsor at least for the beginning of the season, is the app Match Pint. That's pint, as in pint of beer. And this is an app which shows you uh, where sports pubs are, wherever you are. So if you kind of enter your location, it will find for you where you can watch matches. And there's also a Budweiser Premier Predictor game going on in which you can try and guess each week what matches, what the results of various matches are. And you can compete against us in a kind of like mini league situation, so the, the code for our league is if you download the app and you register and everything, and then if you look for our code FBAR as in footballistically Arsenal, you can take us on. I entered my um, predictions at the weekend. I think you failed, um, Josh. I
3: thought we were doing them jointly.
1: Oh no, you entered individually, all your different. No, so, but little... I thought you and I were going oh, to do I them see. jointly. Oh no. How did, what did you predict? Um, I, I know I we were discussing that, it. I think in terms of like who won and lost games, I did quite well. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I'm just checking them now. So yeah, for example, um, i got 40 points basically, which I don't know whether that is. So I guessed I got. 10, I guess Liverpool three would win three 0 I guessed Man United would win four one. So I was kind of like thereabouts. That's they a great that's, that's prediction. Really good prediction.
3: United win four one. Yeah, it was not bad. Where was did it? that come from, Boyd? Well, I just thought. Tipster,
1: just you know, Newcastle.
3: Co- new I, I, I said Arsenal would.
1: I said Arsenal would win three one. So I was overly optimistic there. But better than you because you put it as a draw, didn't you? I, I did. Classic. But that was Josh.
3: before the uh, the the oomph of Carl Jenkson and Awobi leaving the club.
1: Uh, my, I, got the, I got Tottenham right two one. I got that one right. Oh, well done.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> I kind
1: of did, I, I was quite impressed with myself. I have to say,
3: fantastic. We'll see how you get on this week.
1: Yeah, we'll see how I got on this week. Um, and we'll see how uh, any other people who want to join the app and the Premier Predictor game do.
3: Fantastic. Josh. I, I was just going to say, you know, we yes. briefly we talked about Callum Chambers just before yes. we went for the pod. He, he's played a lot of Premier League football in the last couple of years. He's already 24. He's been very busy, you know, being at Fulham and Middlesbrough the last two years. It's given him a lot of experience, a lot of defending to do. But you did have, he you play a back, lot in midfield at He did at Fulham. He did at Fulham. Yeah. Fulham. Fulham. yeah. yeah. But, you know, Bring this is someone who played over 20 Premier League games for Arsenal in 2014 15 season. So it's about time, if, if you feel that like if it's going yeah, to be, it? it's kind of got to be this year. And really, he's had his two years out on loan. You're not going to have three years out on loan away from the club. So it's a, it's a massive year for him.
1: Yeah, That's I'm, I'm excited. I, I agree with you. I, th- I, can, I can see him putting Louise, instead of Louise and Socrates. I can see him pairing Louise with the younger, well, you it know, could the be experience Louise. And the experience, it could be Louise and Callum, it could be for, Louise and Saturday. Rob. If, Saturday's team news is going to be so interesting, isn't mm. it? Well, we'll get now, to it. So we talk about, we should talk about the, the, he couldn't. He didn't pick any of the new signings to start for all, for various reasons, for match fitness. He only said he only had half an hour. I think did he? I think about Louise. I think he said that. that he yeah. only had half an hour. Half training, an hour training. That's yes, right. Which is fair enough. Um, and he, I think he was, there was a little bit of as he also said of letting the the youngsters who did well in pre-season give them a go, which he did, and they they played quite well. I thought Reese Nelson, um, uh, Willock Willock was. You know, it was all right. did really did really well, I thought. But now what does he do? Now if he... Because I think, again, because already in that, in that anti-Emory online army of doofuses, they were annoyed and complaining that he didn't pick any of the new players, he, even though there were completely logical well, explanations for all of them. Yeah. But now, if he doesn't pick any of them... For the next game, and I think he will pick one or two. Then there'll be a kind of a head of steam. oh, have you spent all this amount of money? You're not picking them.
2: Well, I think I think Nicola Pepe. I mean, he played Africa Cup of Nations. I mean, I know he didn't. He didn't play the quarter final. They got knocked out by Algeria on penalties. He didn't play that one. But he was he was with the squad. I, I can understand that. Uh, Danny Sabeos. Um, I thought he might have played. And then we, we were chatting on the way up, and you guys will remember. Uh, Robert Perez, 2000, in the squad for the first time away at Sunderland, Northeast, August, and uh, the, the the story goes that he he turns. I think Henri might have been on the bench as well. Whoever's on the bench, he says, "Is it always like this? This is this is you know you're up against Alex Ray and Jody Craddock and Niall Quinn and, and Robert Perez. Is like, how on earth am I going to survive in English football?" And I thought, well, hang on, this is 2019. This is not yeah, the same. Yeah. And then I saw Matt Ritchie crash into Ainsley Mate and I was like three times in the first 40 minutes you know, niggly I don't want to go overboard because I don't think Matt Rich is a particularly sort of nasty player but, you know, three or four times he put him on his backside, yeah. I thought this is a bit of older. and Ainsley was brilliant, I mean he, he's, his assist for the goal was was, was oh, great and, and I thought he had a very good game I don't think mm. he's the best defender but yeah. he's he's got a good presence, good athletic ability and yeah. and, and he's always got that forward thing And then, so I thought, you know, do you know what He's chucking it down, maybe Savas on the bench he is okay, you know, and maybe Pepe as well He's okay. So, I, I didn't mind. On no, reflection, I, I, I uh, thought uh, this totally made uh, sense at the, yeah. at the start. I thought, oh, come on, just play what? Because, like, the day before, like, Everton didn't play any of theirs, they spent a zillion quid on, on players and yeah. didn't start, you know, Moisa Ken didn't start and, and whatever. And I thought, you know, you, all these teams paying all this money and not even starting them from a fan point of view, you want your major, yeah, but on reflection. And obviously, given the result, we're talking hindsight here. I thought it was pretty all right. but you're right. You know, against Burnley, what does, what does he do? Yeah, what it? What do you do? Yeah, I mean, does just, 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 just Pepe getting ahead of Nelson? You know, does Savius come in and think. a little bit of a switch around in midfield? And will it come out? I don't know. Yeah, and I'm David Lewis. Yeah, it's interesting.
1: David Lu- I mean, David Luiz would be the obvious one because, you know, central defender, you can slot him, in, can't you? You should be able to just slot in. Do you need, so. do you need, after a week, especially a week's training... And
2: he's done pre-season with Chelsea. He's done pre-season with, Chelsea, done pre-season with Chelsea, exactly. Yeah. There's like, well, there much and excuse. he's a Premier League player, isn't he? Exactly. This, yeah.
1: So you think there's not much excuse not to play him unless you really are going to be bold and stick with your... And in terms of
3: changes, show. you haven't even come on to you know, the Mesut Ozil situation. I know, that's, that's so weird, true, isn't yeah. it? I, I have no clarity on it. I don't know, Boyd, if you've... No,
1: I mean... It's, I find it bizarre. I'm not. I'm tr- I must. We're make speculating. We speculate. Well, we know that people have been arrested. So people, it seems like it all started with with, with um, Syl physically physically rescuing Özil from armed robbers, right? Which was filmed and everything. Uh, so we all know that, and that was bold and brave, but perhaps in the long term slightly foolhardy because now it seems like they they're embroiled in some kind of like. Gang criminal warfare, people who were f- furious with him for doing that. And two people were arrested, as I understand it, in, a, in some kind of yes. situation with, outside with security outside Urzil's home. Yes. But what I don't quite understand, and, and, and I say this just from a point of utter no idea what goes on, how these things work, is why it doesn't help the situation to have them not taking part in football like what because the people know where they'll be or is that is that i've I've no idea i
2: i think maybe it's just a a question of 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 trying to protect you you know their public availability i have no idea no it's it's it's, It's uh, weird isn't it you know maybe it's just a, a situation where you know you take them out of the limelight wherever that is yeah, uh, and and I think that he was you know, he was asked about it in the press conference you Newcastle. Will United will um, Mezet and yeah. uh, Saab be available for the next game? And and he I think so. Know. I just do not know. know.
1: I mean, it can't go uh, on forever though. can No,
2: he it? It can't. I think it's just a question. It's, you take them out of the the, the public eye, um, and you protect them in in the best way you think yeah. is is fit. Uh, you know, if 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 you are any employee in any company, would you say it's okay to come to work? You 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 would probably say, look, take some time off. Right. You you've been involved in something that's very serious. Sure. You can have as long as you want. Sure. You know, we don't mind as your employers. It's absolutely okay, yeah. and, and I guess that the, the same thing goes yeah. for footballers. It's weird, though, isn't it?
1: Also weirdly, like we had the Mkhitaryan situation with the with the Europa League final. We are have these weird things. That and I, one of the reasons I thought even more, it was even more impressive the one nil. So the one we should talk about the actual game, which we haven't that much. But I thought it was so impressive because. You had to deal with that incredibly you know, disturbing situation with Very Ertel. unusual as well. Incredibly unusual, games. yeah. And you think they were both possible starters. you know? I, I, I doubt if Kolasinac would have started. But yeah, Ertel, I mean, we've been presumably. fans of Arsenal. have uh, never heard of this before. No. Never heard of a player unable yeah. to play for a security. And that came quite late in the week. So that had to deal with that disruption to your planning. You've got, oh, you've got the whole kind of do we or don't we play these new players thing. And he did what he did and he kept them on the bench. But I thought the whole thing was brilliant, considering I thought they ground out that result. I mean, the first half was tedious um you know from both sides and i think partly because both sides were definitely like were being tentative weren't they neither side wanted it It was was, was, i think it was really interesting that almost more than a lot of other i mean every team wants to win their first game marino made this point he said he won all of his first games that was in his big head moment but he did say how incredibly important it is particularly if you're like in, in quotes a big contender type of team and i feel like it, for a away win, in the first day of the season for us is a massive, huge,
2: big boost, isn't it? G- given the fact that Arsenal have been poor, first terrible. Game, it seems terrible. It four, terrible. four of the last yeah. six have been defeats yeah. at home. Yeah, haven't played away since Newcastle, yeah. ten eleven or eleven twelve. I can not remember which one. When when Arsenal drew 0-0 So it, it, I mean, it sets the tone, doesn't it? You know, and, I think so. and having you know last last year, Man City first, Chelsea second. This year, Newcastle away first, Burnley. Second. Yeah. You, you, you,
1: well you know, then we've got the run of really tough games yeah awesome tough games. Spurs, there are some tough games but, but I, I think it was a huge huge um, thing for us to win that game and the way we did it gr- that slightly grindingly slightly tedious first half but then once we scored that brilliant goal um, which was phenomenal I thought and you know, just kind of the way we played the game the way we managed the game um, was, was great and it was exactly what they needed to do every step of the way every, the whole team was really focused I felt which often doesn't happen in recent years at Arsenal and and it was really uplifting kind of thing and to see Aubameyang particularly was brilliant I I I mentioned I tweeted yesterday you know wasn't so long ago that people were saying when he was still, scoring a lot of goals for Arsenal but people were saying that's all he does and people were kind who of slagging off his general play it's his 50th I, mean, it, Premier League appearance. I agree who cares right if, even if he, obviously goals. when he scores that many goals oh, it, who cares but there is so much more to him and he's all around play he's leading over the line it was incredible
3: was it your commentary Dax? because I was watching the highlights back on the Arsenal website so I assume it was because you were saying when the ball got to Aubameyang... I was going to say
2: it probably wasn't on the Arsenal website. Ah, but OK. But anyway, if it's good, I'll take credit for it.
3: Yeah. Oh, you're right, I guess you're doing the live <laughs> yeah. and stuff. It, it, the, the commentary that was on the Arsenal website, the, the highlights, which I watched back again this morning, uh, was sort of saying, you know, when the ball got to Aubameyang, you know, it was almost like, was there any doubt You it know, was going find to the, find the back of the net? And that is something hopefully that, that's changing. So I think that wasn't always necessarily the, the case with him sort of in an earlier sort of spell at Arsenal. But now there is that assurance that we always had with like a Thierry. That if he gets a good opportunity, that he's confident now and smiling and he'll find the back of a net.
1: Well, I, d- I wouldn't say I think that's a slight judge. I don't think he's still capable of some bad misses. I mean, he had some quite bad misses. You know, he won his joint golden boot, but even and had a quite a good run in personally, even in, during our terrible result running, he was still scoring regularly. He still misses quite a lot of, but then so does most Salah, and so does so do all strikers. I think there is a Salah quality to him because I watched the I watched the Liverpool game on Friday and Salah missed like three really easy chances yeah, he before did, he scored, he? and he he didn't score. He had a few chances yesterday or Yang. one. Uh, with the uh, Mkhitaryan found him with a really good ball. Mkhitaryan's only, as far as I'm concerned, only a good moment of the whole game. Being slightly harsh. Um, and he and he and he. It's a good shot, but the keeper saved it fairly straightforwardly. And he had another, which he which he he pushed put wide. So he had. Ch- he doesn't score every. He's not going to score every single chance. Well, no, but, one is. But he will get seems chances. He's getting more confident, right? But he will get. He's the kind of player of who will get four or five chances every single game and invariably score at least one of them. And
2: that's. Incredible. I, th- I crisis, thought he. I him? thought he drove Arsenal on a bit yesterday. I thought yeah. he took yeah, he a bit of responsibility. I thought he looked around and he thought, "I've got Reece Nelson here. Mm. I've got Joe Willock just behind me. These are kids. These are, you know, young players. These are." players that that need you know someone to lead them, and he, he, I thought he did that really well. I thought he ran the channels well, a lot of energy, lot of industry didn 't give anything up, took his goal brilliantly well it 's the type of goal that he that he does score he scores you know to run on to, yeah. Yeah. You know, he scores goals where he chips the keeper takes it round the keeper i, I can 't remember what the Bundesliga stat was, but it was something like you know, 98% of his goals were inside the penalty area. That's, that's what he does. And it's a it's ball over the top and control and skilled and efficient and dynamic finishing. But I thought he did more than that yesterday. I thought he was a real credit to the team. Yeah,
3: completely. Just talking about Aubameyang taking some responsibility with Willock and, and Nelson next to him. I saw the stat by Opta yesterday that Arsenal had named two English teenagers, uh, Willock and Nelson, in the starting eleven for a Premier League game the first time since February 1998. Wow, do you remember who, the, who started? Well, I know the, the
2: stats, so I, 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 I can't say anything. I'd be amazed if you got one of them.
3: Um, one of them was uh, Matthew Upson, and the other one was oh. Paolo Venazza. Ah. Uh, From 1998, uh, so Crystal nice. Palace. Both, uh, well, this happened I know before Willow Nelson were born. I
1: know someone used to date Matthew
3: Upson. Anyway.
1: He's very nice, um, man. He's now. very good. Guy. Very, yeah, very good guy. Man. But what I was going to say about... Yeah, I mean, I think we're all good. So Aubameyang was absolutely brilliant. The interesting thing um, for me is, what do we think about... The, I think the two players that... So even though we, we got the victory, it was a triumph. But Xhaka, captain, question mark, and, you know, is he... And is that... Are we still... You know, there's a kind of weird... There's a group of Xhaka defenders who think he's kind of mis, much misunderstood. I, I find him... I still don't think he's up to this level... Where we with the new buys we've got the new purchases we've got I feel like he, I'd rather see like Torreira and Guendouzi almost I, I've, I've issues with Zaka and B the bigger even bigger one Mkhitaryan who's who's played pretty much almost every preseason game hasn't he played yesterday and is he surely he's got goers he? and if he can bring in one of those well
2: I, I think Zaka it, it, it gives you something that no other Arsenal player can give you and that's that sort of quarterback sort of ball from from deep line because Gendouzi and Torreira don't really give you that and Willett plays further forward. Now, whether he does that every game, whether he's allowed to do that every game, whether he's in a game situation that allows him to do that, I don't know. Um, I think he's got a lot of quality. A lot of his work... <laughs> You know, seems to be a little bit sideways in certain games because if Arsenal are playing on the front foot, he's not got that opportunity to play the way that when he, when he first signed. And I, I remember I thought well, I love look at his YouTube clips, and it's you know forty fifty yard ball, forty fifty yard ball. And at the time, Arsenal looked like they might sign Jamie Vardy. I thought, well, this will work. This is a plan yeah. B. Mm. You know, th- this is this is a situation that I can see. And and I think he's got that ability and no one else has got i mean he scored a free kick up at newcastle last year i think did he did score two free kicks year? yeah he's got a good yeah. but it, I, yeah. I think you know whether arsenal want to play that way you can debate i think i think he gives something that the other midfielders doesn't don't give is it enough to, to warrant inclusion you can debate that on that, seems to you. give the
1: ball away quite a lot though and not not like actually almost not a lot but when he does give the ball away it almost it feels like you they're going to score a
2: goal from maybe it. I mean, I mean Mika- Mkhitaryan, I know he comes in for some stick for years I used to get emails saying like Arsenal don't don't shoot from 25 30 yards now statistically all the, all the uh, the barometers of how you score goals is you, you should never score from you should never shoot from 30 yards ever mm. because you you've got more chance if if you play it in a different way and then suddenly Mika arrives and he shoots from all angles everywhere and does give the ball away. But he gives the ball away in the final third more often than not. He's, he's not a player yeah, yeah, he does that, some great, yeah. You know, and, and he, 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 I, yeah. think, I think you've got to take the rough with a with smooth... With it. I, mean, I mean, he missed a good chance, didn't he, yesterday? And there's a bit of recency by him saying he had a poor game yesterday, so therefore he's out. yeah. I think he's a fairly dynamic player. Again, it's that consistency. Fairly dynamic. Fairly dynamic. <laughs> can, um, you, can, you also... be, can you be fairly dynamic?
1: <laughs> it's like one of those poster <laughs> quotes. It's quite good. Um, the, my big question mark is, and Jose Mourinho was asked about him, so in his, in his little dossier rundown of all our signings, he was quite funny about um, a Caballos. He said, well... Arsenal have already got Urso and Mkhitaryan. I don't know if they really need another one of those players. Who can, he
2: plays a bit for. He plays a bit yeah, deeper, I think he meant in
1: general, in, in yeah. performance level, as in you know, like kind of slightly alluding. This is my understand. My interpretation of what he meant was, which was like, you know, do you really want to play? who may turn it on half the time, and then other times not so much. But I hope Caballos is is. You know, my, my dream is that Caballos puts puts one of those players out of the team and cause the, he's much more... Dy- he's m- not just a bit... Not donated, just fairly dynamic. Donut, really. Properly Properly dynamic. Donated. Well, as
3: you're saying, there could be f- f- five changes... Entirely conceivably for this Saturday,
1: but I don't think there will be. I think he's. he's mis- I think he'll kind of ease. Well, it them would in, it?
3: It'd be unusual. I mean, I don't yeah. know what the record is from going from one Premier League game to another with a number of changes. Five would be exceptionally rare. I mean,
2: it'll I mean, it would be a lot after a win.
3: I mean, City made five changes from their Charity Shield victory
1: against okay, it, to the, the, the
3: Charity Shield.
1: But the charity, I know it's a glorified friendly, but it's still like I mean, fucking Pep it is a trophy. I mean, he I mean, it like. Well, the they bigger... all, all foreign managers <laughs> seem foreign managers to. It's a super cup, cup, isn't it? But I'd be amazed if he makes so many changes. But I, I feel should almost do it The predict the lineup game. as Will be as exciting and interesting as a kind of you know fantasy football game, well, the, or predict- particularly how with how many him. changes
3: for the final day of the season. Because you know, just picking up the number of yeah. players, we, I just said before we started with that. Conceivably, even as we discussed, the back four could all be different if we, you know, if he goes with David Luiz and Holding, we're Bellerin and, and Tyranny, Pepe to play, Ozil presumably plays, Sabalos to play, Lacazette you assume once he's fit finds a way to to play a lot of games. And then who knows if the middle two to rare you know, to rare get in. So you know, by the final day of the Premier League season it'd be Could amazing be to de- see how many of those eleven yeah. actually end up. That'd be um, that be a good one. So we don't know. Yeah, someone put that you, you, someone put that
1: team up. It was a you, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that, yeah.
3: I hope we're not gonna I know we've got to predict Saturday, but I hope we're not gonna end this podcast without giving due credit to the two players who departed from the club on Thursday be and Jenkinson
1: we should mention that I feel more moved um, by Jenkinson's departure as, lovely as a lovely Instagram die hard loyal Arsenal fan obsessive yeah. who I've also met a few times at these um, good, good at the great land at the Arsenal, Foundation, Arsenal Foundation, Foundation balls and he's always incredibly enthusiastic and keen and, and I think everyone loves him doesn't he? I mean, but the pity was that he, he was not really up to first team I standards. don't think he's Arsenal standard I, yeah.
2: I, I think at his best he, he could play in the team his very best, yeah. he, he could certainly play the team, but you know, he, he ended up, yeah, having injury issues. You know, he's still got one England cap, he's gone to Forest Hill, he's had a good career there. And it's great that he just says, I'm going to take my seat in the stand and, and just cheer him on, like everyone else. I mean, that's cool.
3: There was a lovely post on Instagram, I won't read it all, but he said, I can't really put into words what is meant to, to me to play for this club, but what I can say is, I've truly lived my dream. This brings me to you, the proper Arsenal fans, as I have lived your dream too. It's been an up-and-down journey for me, but I hope you all have seen how much it has meant to me and know that I've given my all. I've played 70 games for Arsenal, which if you told me I would do as a kid, I would have laughed at you.
1: Lovely. Uh, be. <laughs> I have to say I'm not that bothered. I don't want to be horrible. I was here
3: last week and I said, what it does mean now is it's very clear Alex Iwobi is going to get much less game time for Arsenal. Yeah. I didn't necessarily think at no. that point I meant me, no game time for I mean, Arsenal. And when
1: I say I'm not that bothered, I mean as in I'm not that bothered that he's gone. I feel, ba- I, feel I feel slightly sorry for him because I'm sure it's come as a surprise to him that Arsenal was suddenly when he's <laughs> let go. But, you know, 30, was it? 30, 35 million? I might bite their hand off. I just think he was one of those players, one of those classic Emirates-era, late Wenger period players who great that he's getting in the team you know great potential you know but you're always like never quite fulfilling it every now and then you'd have a really good game where you know he might actually score or he might actually make you know lead to a goal but no Arsenal, never...
2: no Arsenal midfielder had more assists than Alex Iwobi last season.
1: But we had a terrible midfielder of assists,
2: lack of assists, didn't we, last season? Like, you know, he was like the best of a bad player. Yeah, he also played
3: a lot of football. Played, played in 35
2: played games, 38 yeah. games at some point. I quite like him. I, I, mean, I, th- I quite I, liked him, yeah. No, no, no I, yeah, <laughs> he he's off off fairly something. dynamic. Fairly dynamic. Yeah. He was fairly dynamic as well. I think that he's a good Premier League player. I think he'll do well at Everton.
3: I think uh, they'll get better. Obviously, didn't. It wasn't part of the team on on Saturday. Sure, but But
2: without wanting to
1: be like one of those. Fans like I do feel like Arsenal in theory should be on another level from Everton. Like I feel we're yeah. top four contenders, no, top fair. six contenders. Yeah. We're above and them. We're not
3: miles above them. No, no, no we're, we're, we're probably nearer them, them we're, than we are Mount we're, City w- Liverpool. We're
1: precisely enough above them to warrant selling you actually Obi for thirty five yeah, million.
3: I think that's fair. They've got a way and Walcott
1: now. Interestingly enough, yeah. I mean, Who's much next? as I love Theo, as everyone will know, any long-term listeners to the show will know, it is interesting. They've got Theo and him. I mean, you might say objectively. An underachiever. a lot under of potential players. Yeah, got you know yeah. even
3: Tossen is still loitering around the bench and calvert Lewin. No, I meant play- Arsenal, Arsenal, I have play- no, just got a lot C- of people. Lewin started, Bernard, but yeah, but they've yeah, got they've
1: got two. You know, one might say, yeah, West Ham used to do that. Underachieving they? Arsenal. Yeah, but, uh, West Ham used to buy Al- Arsenal Alex players.
2: Twenty four. Yeah, to say. he's still young, isn't he? Yeah, he's young. Jenkinson also. I think is he. Jenkinson might be... No, not
3: Jenkinson. Sorry, yeah. Callum Chambers is 24. Chambers 24. I was looking at before. Um, 100 Premier League games he played for Arsenal. Alex Awobe. Wow. 11 goals.
1: I mean, I, you know, I was perfectly happy with him. But equally, I'm much happier that we've got I £35 million well. for him. I think it's a good, that's a good deal, though, isn't it?
3: If you so In the nature 15, of who came in, who's million. gone, it's, it's the right move for the club. And yeah. again, you spoke about it earlier, about improving the squad... It's just to the kind the squad. of thing His departure have, doesn't yeah. massively weaken it. We feel it's the kind
1: of unsentimental business that we haven't been doing. We're well, getting money for players. We haven't got yeah. money no, for players. Even
3: the we Baylick mean, going to Derby you know, and we're, Jenkinson we're now, going for a couple of minutes. we right.
1: We're now behaving like every other fucking team does. In our, you know, it's, like, it's about time. Frankly, and that, it's, that yeah. is that is a symbolic. You know, selling a, a fairly good player, squad player for thirty-five. That's exactly what we should be doing. No sentimentality.
3: About it, we, we wish them well. Not against Arsenal, but otherwise, no. You I was totally going wish on. him well. Yeah, some, I Jenkins. I nice mean, him back in the Premier to, League. When
1: point. he left, someone tweeted about, "Oh, you know, it was in, Arsenal fans handed no, him out." I was like, "No, we, we didn't." It was probably well, no, well with Arsenal fans. Sadly, Mustafi thing is uh, I mean, Mustafi may have been hand, hand, maybe handed out, and it's i not shed well. too many
3: tears. So it's exciting, isn't it? Team, team selection. No, no, no idea.
1: No idea. Well, you
2: have
3: got a few players we know. Lena Lane, will play. Lena
2: will
1: play. Yeah. Oh, we make the noise the captain situation. Sorry, before we predict, we got so we've got, he's got this weird this little group of captains, has not he? So, including um, Xhaka. Um, who are the others? He's only got three captains. I think. I can't, I
2: don't know. I, don't, anyway, I didn't see the story, so I don't know. Yeah, he's
1: got. He's, that's
2: he hasn't. Socrates sort of, always feels like the captain on the pitch to I me. Mean, he's the shouter and organizer at the back.
1: But you, but you said made the point that now that Luisa's come in, Socrates might not be. I mean, none, there's no. That's the problem with us, that isn't it? Look, there's no obvious... Urza was another of his revolving yeah. captains. He's another one. Again, he's obviously not playing at the moment because of that. I mean, I, I'd be tempted to make the goalkeeper captain.
2: I mean, oh, why not? The goalkeeper's captain. But does it matter? Like... What if it doesn't matter, then give it to anybody? I'd, well, I'd, that's partly uh, what he's doing, because he's having like, a handful of mind. I don't mind, mind Jakra's captain experience. But I
1: feel like Leno's almost the only player that's absolutely 100% guaranteed to start every single game. Pretty much.
3: I think uh, Emery has said that he will name his captains once, the European uh, deadline for his putting in his Europa League squad. Has oh, is he what, Not
1: He's not going to rotate?
3: Well, no, he will announce who the five oh, or oh, the right. three of his five captains. Oh, okay. But last year, amongst that little group were Xhaka, Ozil, Monreal. Monreal uh, and it was one, Ramsey right. and Cech who have gone, right. and obviously Koscielny's gone. So there are... Some vacancies on this little subcommittee of Arsenal. Uh, yeah. And it, there was an article, I think it was in the uh, Independent earlier uh, in the summer, talking about Rob Holding maybe being given some elevation status. But again, in status. Uh, when he's back,
1: okay, he's, when he's back from, from fitness, Bellerin, 100% I think he'd be brilliant captain. You, no, oh, you're looking you looking at me like completely the quizzically there. Did you <laughs> I mean, Listeners? I, I, listeners. Do,
2: do you know what? It's, just, it's something I'd never thought of. There you go in terms of career longevity with Arsenal, cares about the club, fantastic player. Yeah, a, bit, a You bit bit could certainly argue that well, yeah, I think. Yeah, you could argue that one. I mean,
3: you know, he's I like vegan to, vegan fashion guru.
2: I like I like to see centre half i well fashioned. Centre half, centre midfield. Okay.
3: Uh, you know. Did you see the David Ornstein's interview with Bellerin? I I certainly heard it. Brilliant, yeah.
1: yeah. Mm. I mean, once you get over Bellerin's absolutely bizarre accent, accent, which is a fascinating mix of like Cockney, London, Spanish, something else. It's unique. It's unique. He's such an engaging kind of interesting figure. Yeah, I love him. absolutely love him. That was brilliant. Yeah. That Ornstein (laughs) chat. Um,
3: Are you going
1: on Saturday? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. 12.30 12.30 kick off. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing the new... I think they've revamped half of the club level. Oh, well. Finally, about to, time. You'll have to let us know
3: how
0: it
1: was. <laughs> I'll let you know <laughs> how it is.
0: <laughs>
3: take a few photos for us down below. I will. I'll take a few photos. Are you going, Josh? I'll absolutely be there. Your pre-match uh, restaurant is, is no longer, so are you going to have a new, a new routine?
1: Yeah, that's true. We should say uh, We should mention that the... Um, uh, what's it called, that restaurant? <laughs> brasserie. The Brasserie on, on Islington. I Islington I the name Green. Um why I don't is that know. sorry.
2: Um Wait, doesn't matter, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter now. It's, it's closed. Yeah. yeah. It's gone, so maybe fine, maybe you, you should have you can cut this bit out. Maybe you should have remembered it previously. You might have survived. <laughs> exactly. Anyway.
3: Um It was very nice in there always. It was very nice. And it's fairly busy, so it's unusual.
1: It's bizarre that it's closed High rents. High rents, <laughs> Josh. I can imagine. Anyway, yeah. We can now maybe we'll have to be in the in the actual Arsenal. And you're gonna be level. there on
3: Saturday sat next to Dermot O'Leary who will be head to toe in <laughs> Arsenal <laughs> kit. third kit, kit shorts socks and he's wearing some new Adidas boots yeah. that hopefully he'll get caught I
1: don't 100% know I don't think Dermot can make it on Saturday. I think no. it's working so unfortunately yeah. um, but more importantly what the fuck's going to happen who's he going to play great result for the opening day do you yeah. think he's going to so he, I reckon he will definitely play Pepe. That's I my. Th- first I thing.
2: think I think Pepe will definitely start. Yeah. I, I I think that Lacazette, if fit, will start, which means that Bam Yong will be on the left. Um, I hope you're right, but I, I've I, got I, a slight I,
1: worry I, that he won't rush to bring Lacazette back. I mean, clearly he hasn't so far. I don't think. He, I, yeah, I he mean, he didn't bring him on. No, up, really. he didn't.
2: And uh, you know, if you've got got this ankle issue, but he was on the bench. Yeah, you know, it's an, it's a week. I think if he's fit, he plays. I think he's, you know, those three, mm. cliche, Watching, argue, yeah. arguably the best three in the in the country, or potentially the best, best three in the Premier League. I mean, loads of pace, loads of ability, loads of skill, everything you want. I mean, Pepe didn't really have that many touches when he came on, but just looks like he knows what to do, doesn't he? You know, yeah. had a bit of a presence, you know, seemed engaged by all, you know, not timid. Um, and Burnley at home, I'd, I'd love to see those three play. Uh, at the back, yeah. Louis, I... Yeah, Louise might play, mightn't he? If if he's, you'd think I think Louise will be expecting to yeah, play. Yeah, he's, he? he's never going to guarantee him every single game, but he must have said, "Don't worry, you're going to get yeah. you, you're going to get a go here, and then it's yours to lose" sort of thing. Obviously, if you make calamitous errors, you're going to go out. But yeah, he won't surprise me. But it's a shame because I think Chambers and Christy, maybe Socrates gets stuck. I don't I think he might he might yeah, play yeah, Chambers. Oh, you said might might be play maybe he plays a three and.
1: I hope he doesn't play three of them. I'm not sure if we we, we do we do that well with three of them. But uh, got, but yeah because Burnley. So I think you'll play, he'll play Pepe and Luis in some way, shape or form. Yeah, I don't I
2: think, think so. he will play. I don't think you'll play Sebastián. or Martinelli. Maybe you'll play. Sebastian. I hope he plays. Martinelli was a massive surprise that he was on the bench. I think an even bigger surprise that he came on and he came on instead of like a yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah,
3: This is a youngster <laughs> getting Premier League minutes, which is great. against... you talk about you know Arsenal doing business a different way and talking about how you know we get actually getting transfer fees for people going out. This was a classic Arsenal signing who had loitered around the club for a couple of years. Get loaned down play to in like the Cordoba. Carabao Cup. Play in some division that you sort of barely keep an eye on him and he yeah. occasionally comes up on the Arsenal website on the loan watch. He's got Premier League minutes in game one and that is interesting probably... A sign, maybe, of faith in him that they were willing to let Eddie who We haven't mentioned who's obviously gone to oh, lead sure, yeah. Uh, out. So, is there a sign of faith in him as a you know as a backup to Lacazette like and Abamyangon?
1: He's mates with Edu, isn't he, Martinelli? Because someone told me um... you're assuming you're all people from Brazil are mates. No, 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 <laughs> no. Someone told me someone one of my many many Holiday sources Nets. sources told me that. Ages and ages ago, when Eddie was first... Before they even announced him officially, in that weird period where they couldn't announce it because he was still working for Brazil yeah. and all well, that. Well, the
3: first articles were in March Someone said, that if his
1: first signing will be Martinelli, you watch out. And I actually wrote it in my 4 4 I wrote a piece for four four two. 4 2 2 had an Arsenal special before the season started, which I contributed to. I remember. And I said that in writing, and I felt... I was literally like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. This is the most in-the-know I've ever Prophecy. been. Prophecy. This, this
2: kid ne- has never played senior football. Before. I know, it's incredible, was not it? But...
3: I mean, yeah, well, his YouTube clicks look like I could probably have found grounds bigger grounds I played that <laughs> I don't think he
2: played for Ituano's first time these
3: look like it, part, like non-league grounds that these <laughs> clips of him scoring goals <laughs> on YouTube are from it's absolutely extraordinary Lacazette is it's going to be gone furious from that to Premier League football 52,000 people if he, were not quite
1: if, if he starts on Saturday so like, like I said Lacazette like will be furious sorry. but he did give the ball away I think twice isn't he in the He's space of coming bit, on maybe, but yeah, we can't it it's fine but anyway what the fu- What's the score going to be? All oh, right, what prediction? Oh, it's going to be... I'm going to go with 3-1, which is my prediction against Newcastle. I'm going to chop that one out again. 2-1, I'll go to Arsenal. Dan.
2: This is Burnley at home. Burnley at home. But Burnley were really good in that. Well, that was their
1: greatest start to a season ever, or something like that. Yeah. 3-0, they
2: won. I'm going to go for an Arsenal 5-0, win. 5-0? Yeah. You crazy maverick. Yeah. <laughs> Beating Burnley 5-0 before, i at the end of the season. Yeah. But um, the... Uh, there's so I think there's so much confidence in the squad at the moment. You look at that squad and you think, especially up front, there's so much damage. Mm. You, you I really know, have you're, I, didn't play any of their new signings. Who are the new te- signings? Don't know. I'm tempted to have a. Be- I'm tempted. Rodriguez only on the bench. Danny Drinkwater. Yeah, they did the same. The they squad. left all their all their new players you on the know I, I think oh, Ashley Barnes
3: same as last year. Ashley Barnes Chris yeah, Wood
2: Barnes and Monson. Wood up front it's a two up front I, I think they could be a bit exposed at the back Nick Pope back in goal I feel like having goal. a bet
1: with you that he won't play uh, those three Pepe, Lacazette you obvious. might I think right, it's too yeah. obvious because he's last year you, like, there was about one time when anyone played any of his teams in the whole it's season it's really difficult it's really hard
2: which is if it's difficult for us it's difficult for opposition yeah. tacticians uh, and stuff but
1: we'll see we'll see thank you so much Dan as my ever. pleasure Absolute uh, joy. Thanks, Josh.
3: It was great. Thanks, Dan. We'll be back next week. Absolutely. After victory, hopefully, by five goals to nil. nil Just set us up Fairly
1: dynamic victory (laughs) against Burnley. Thank you very much. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.
0: 18 plus.